most of us are probably going to hell. At least according to Dante. Hi, I'm Julia, and today I'll be reviewing Inferno, written by Donye, Dante Alighieri in the 14th century. So I picked this book because I thought it would be interesting. I mean, it's a classic and I've heard a lot about it. So let's dive right in. First, to understand this book, it is important to have some background information about its author and the context in which the book was written. Dante Alighieri was born in Florence, Italy in 1265. He grew up in a mediumly wealthy noble family with two brothers and a sister, and he was educated by monks. Dante married in 1285 and had two sons and, well, it's conjectured, two daughters. He started to get involved in Florence's politics in 1289. However, during this time, Florence was in a state of political turmoil. Dante was eventually exiled from Florence in 1302 for resisting the Pope's efforts that infringed on Florentine sovereignty. Dante spent the rest of his life in exile. There, he started writing The Divine Comedy, the three-part series that included Inferno, Purgatorio, and Paradiso in 1307, and he completed Inferno in 1313. The entirety of the Divine Comedy was originally written in Italian in poetic three-line stanzas. However, the particular translation of Inferno that I read, published in 2005 by Simon & Schuster, Inc., was written in prose, which means like it was written normally, without, not in a poetic form. Dante's muse, his inspiration for his works, was a woman named Beatrice. She appears in the Inferno and guides Dante on his journey through hell. She was also Dante's true love. And it's thought to be, like, the actual person Beatrice is thought to be a woman named Beatrice Florentine. So, a real person. Um, Inferno starts off with Dante getting lost in the woods. A lion, a she-wolf, and a leopard appear before him, representing pride, greed, and lust, respectively three of the seven deadly sins. Dante is, of course, afraid until he sees the spirit of Virgil, the great Roman poet, author of the Aeneid, and Dante's idol, who tells him that he was sent by heaven to guide Dante through hell. And then Virgil does exactly that. In each canto or chapter of the book, we are introduced to a di different section of hell. The first circle or layer of hell is reserved for the people who are good in life, but worship pagan gods or were baptized. The people in the first circle aren't really punished, but they didn't get into heaven, which is a sort of punishment in and of itself. Virgil, as well as Homer, Euclid, Hippocrates, and etc. reside there. The book continues in this fashion. In each canto, it introduces a new section of hell, the sin, the punishment, and the people there. As Virgil and Dante travel deeper and deeper into hell, the sins and the punishments get worse and worse, until eventually they reach the fourth ring of the ninth circle, which houses the devil himself. This section of hell is the deepest point, at the center of the universe. So as Dante continues on his way, he goes in the opposite direction, which is up towards purgatory and eventually paradise or heaven. I like this book. I thought it was extremely well written. It was just packed with metaphors and similar similes. The themes in the book are thought provoking and it provided a lot of information 
on the time period, specifically how religion affected the views that the people had during the time period. Like, a lot of the things you would see, like, you felt like some sins were worse, but they were put before other sins, like, but I guess in that time period, that's not how it was. However, there are a lot of allusions in the book, and the language is more than a bit old-fashioned, which might make it difficult to understand. I would recommend doing a bit of background research on the Inferno Dante and the Divine Comedy when reading this book. It's kind of a struggle to get through without that background knowledge. Overall, I thought that Dante's Inferno was a great read. I personally found it very interesting, although it was a little out of my comfort zone. I don't think that I could do Dante's Inferno justice in just one podcast. Talking about it is more of a Socratic seminar type thing, so you can discuss the various themes of the book and how they relate to the modern world and such. But I hope this podcast encourages you to at least give Dante's Inferno a shot. Well, that's all for now. Bye!